I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF, February 3rd, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, Jay, hold your breath. Ferrari's net profits for 2022 are 939 million euros, Eurobacks. That's a new record for the automaker as sales increased in the Americas, Europe, and notably China, where they went up 73%, which is further proof that inflation is no match for the demand for luxury items. Jay, when are you getting your keys to your new Enzo? Soon, I hope. I really hope soon. Although I'm not sure driving around in a Ferrari in Toronto winter is particularly helpful. I don't think they're great in snow. I can't imagine that they are. They would definitely not make it down my Toronto laneway between most of December all the way through April. So not a feasible car. You're a new driver. You ever been in a Ferrari? Uh, Yes, I have been in a Ferrari once. I knew someone whose parents bought them a Ferrari, believe it or not. It was crazy. And he drove me this is a fun story for the Peak Pals. He drove me. I was going to go help Peak co-founder Taylor Scullin move into his new place in Toronto. And he dropped me off in a Ferrari. And actually, Taylor and other Peak co-founder Alex looked outside and saw me get dropped off in a Ferrari. And they were, you know, I'm going to speak for them. They were pretty impressed. So that was my only experience in a Ferrari. I thought you were going to try to help him move in a Ferrari. There's definitely no space for a box or boxes. Brett, aside from your aspirational cars, what do we have for Peak Pals on this Friday? For our first story, a Danny's fall. For our second story, home farming. And for our last story privacy pushback. For our first story, Indian billionaire Gautam Adani was the world's third richest person just a week ago. He's now, as of this writing, down to 17th place. That's a big drop. What happened here, Brett? So investment research firm Hindenburg Research published a pretty damning report about Adani and his conglomerate Adani Group, claiming, among other things, it had engaged in manipulation to artificially inflate its stock price. The Adani Group is a massive collection of businesses with interest in pretty much every sector imaginable, from coal mines to cement to airports and media. This conglomerates are pretty common in India. So Adani vehemently denied the allegations in a 413-page rebuttal. That's a lot of writing in a very short period of time. But investors said TLDR en route to his business losing $108 billion in a week. Here's what's happening. Things have only gotten worse for Adani. He called off a $2.5 billion equity sale of his flagship company, Adani Enterprises, amidst extraordinary circumstances. The sale was supposed to be something of a vote of confidence in Adani. Now it's raised more concerns with Adani Enterprises shares falling 26.7% yesterday. That's a lot of Ferraris. Yeah. And here's why it matters. In the recent past, regulators and other reports have raised many of the same issues about the Adani Group that Hindenburg Report has. This time around, the alleged shady practices are no longer flying under the radar in the world's fifth largest economy. Hindenburg's intentions aren't totally pure, to be honest, though. The firm disclosed it has taken a short position on Adani Group, but it has signaled a tipping point for him. To zoom out. The debacle spells trouble for India's economy. Adani Group has close ties to India's ruling party and has been the main engine driving India's stock indices. If its freefall continues, panic will set in across financial markets as foreign investors just pull out in mass. For our second story, grocery bills are set to get even higher as grocers begin to process a backlog of requests from suppliers to increase prices. Now, with food bills showing no sign of slowing, some people or more people might be inclined to say, cluck it. You get it? Yeah, I do. And start their own farm at home. Jay, you've got a backyard. What are you planning to grow? I not only do I have a backyard, I have a front yard farm that I've grown a lot over the years. Wow. And the thing that is easiest to grow and happens to coincide with huge inflation is actually lettuces of varying varieties. Like they are good. They grow all year. And they grow pretty early. So that's my advice to you and your condo. Grow lettuce. But over the course of 2022, 15.5% of Canadians actually began growing their own food at home. This according to researcher Sylvain Chalbois, a trend that began as a pandemic hobby 
and understandably grew in popularity as food inflation well just went through the roof. And even as inflation has started to cool, food prices remained elevated in December. Food inflation clocked in at 11% compared to 6.3% for total inflation. In the U.S., there's been a surge of people raising their own chickens in the face of soaring egg prices. This, according to the New York Times, the trend could take off in certain parts of Canada as well. And actually, in certain ridings in Toronto, you are allowed to have chickens. I don't live in one. Wow. Well, last year in Winnipeg, they greenlit a two-year pilot program allowing people to raise chickens within city limits. Toronto also wants to extend its urban chicken-keeping pilot, which I was talking about before, the hilariously named Urban Hens T.O., which sounds like a Facebook group for moms who like to gossip, I guess. Yeah, I remember hearing a story about my grandfather having a chicken in Toronto, by the way, like in the old country. And here's why it matters. Almost three quarters of the population live in large urban centers that aren't ideal for at-home agriculture and are subject to Canada's harsh winters. While vertical and spin farming could make urban farming easier, growing at-home isn't yet a feasible supermarket replacement for at least most people. For our third story, Tim Hortons has reached a half-baked settlement under some pretty stale privacy laws, Brett. So driving the news, Jay, the Superior Court of Quebec approved a settlement in a class action lawsuit against Tim Hortons' parent company, Restaurant Brands International, after the restaurant violated privacy laws by tracking its 4 million app users without consent. Yeah, that's not great. The result, Tim Hortons is offering affected users a free beverage and a baked good. In an email notice, the company told users, quote unquote, this is the only remedy and the only relief you now have in relation to the class action. Honestly, Jay, a terrible deal. And you heard that right. The country's privacy commissioner can't do anything about the privacy violations beyond reprimanding the company. And having a coffee and a Danish, yes, as well. At the provincial level, only Quebec's privacy commissioner has the power to impose fines thanks to a new law that took effect last September. The governments of Ontario and BC have launched reviews of their own provincial regulations and are also calling on the federal government to take a stand at the national level. Now, next, a forthcoming law may have some bite. MPs are now mulling over Bill C-27, which includes a Consumer Privacy Protection Act that would give the Privacy Commissioner the power to impose fines that could pay out for millions of dollars worth of coffee and donuts. And I've got myself a Tim Hortons coffee right here. So maybe I'll hopefully I'll be the recipient of it. As if on cue. Pig Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second line to follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good weekend, Peak Pals. And Brett, when we come back, I'm going to have looked at the almanac for the year to tell Peak Pals when the ideal time is to plant their first seeds or seedlings. And it's usually like the mid-second week of May, just so you know, which is beyond the last frost. Well, thrilling stuff, Jay. Can't wait to hear. <laughs> and we're morphing quickly into the CBC. Brett, have a good day. You too.